0: Hey y'all, welcome to Blondeversations. I'm your host, Bren. I'm gonna jump right in and tell you that I suck. (laughs) I have not finished the reading for book club this week and I have not finished watching the episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I started a new job and I still have my other job and y'all, I'm fucking tired. I am so tired. I haven't watched anything I have not had time to read on top of the other reading that I have to do for my challenge. I've just been on the struggle bus this week. So instead of postponing the episode or bullshitting you, I'm just going to be honest. We're all friends here. It is what it is. Sometimes things don't go according to plan and that's okay. I'm learning to adapt and grow with change. And be receptive to the idea that I can relinquish control and something can go differently than I planned and that doesn't make it bad. With that being said, next week I will recap the episodes and we will be talking about the reading schedule week 1 and 2 and I promise I will not let you down again. So I just mentioned I got a new job and it's been pretty exhausting in the best way. I'm learning a lot. I'm enjoying it. I get the luxury of mostly teleworking, which is really great. And I'm excited about it. But it gave me an idea for a topic today because in one of our meetings, they did icebreakers and the meeting host was like, I really want you guys to come up with like really funny answers for this. So the icebreaker they chose was two truths and a lie. And I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to say? You know, how deep are they wanting us to go? What's appropriate? So we're kind of listening to a couple people go. I'm like, okay, all right, I can do this. So it's my turn. And this is what I said. When I was 12 years old, I won this school talent show for singing an Alanis Morissette song. I am writing a movie and I have successfully convinced people that I was British. And mind you, we're on like a video meeting and so everybody's listening and then they kind of get to like, you know, talk about it, maybe ask a question or two. And give their, you know, thoughts. So a couple of people jump in and they're like, oh my gosh, there's, there's no way you convince people you're British. But if you did, that would be amazing. And if you did, we need to hear the story. And then one of the leaders says, ah, I'm going to say it's the movie is the lie because I feel like you would write a TV show. Like, okay, cool. And then um, she also said, what Alanis Morissette song? And I had thought about this already. I was like, I don't know if they can ask follow up questions, so I'm gonna have a idea in mind. Of course, my initial idea is to say, "You want to know?" Because as an adult, that's a really fun one to sing. But hello, if you know Alanis Morissette and you know that song, there's no way in hell they're letting you sing that song in school, right? As a twelve year old in elementary school. So I said, "Hand in my pocket," and she goes, "Okay, you had that. You had that right in the shoot. You were prepared." that's either you were prepared because you're lying or you were prepared because it's the truth and you knew the answer. And so she's like, I think that that's probably true. I feel like that could be true, like age appropriate, whatever. So they keep guessing and kind of go back and forth and everybody gets their, gives their answers. And only one person got it right. Only one person guessed that the talent show was the lie, which if you don't know me, yes, I'm writing a movie. Yes, I have successfully convinced people I was British. And no, I did not win the talent show for my rendition of Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette because I never did the talent show. Although, come to think of it, I probably would have rocked the shit out of it (laughs) and could have won. It could be true, but it wasn't true because it didn't happen. So when I was a young person. Okay, I'm struggling right now because if anybody's a Disney kid around the same age as me that remembers The Lion King, all I could think of when I just said, when I was a young, was (laughs) Pumbaa singing, when I was a young warthog. Please tell me that somebody knows what I'm talking about. Oh my god. Okay, when I was a younger girl, a young woman, um my sister and I had a really rough day and we decided to split a bottle of wine and sit down by the lake and enjoy the wine and just like vent about our days and and talk and kind of just think about, you know, different lives we could have had and different ways that life could have turned out. And at one point we started talking in accent and I'm going to tell you, it's not foreign for someone in our family to speak in an accent and the rest of us to continue it. I think I shared that already, um, on a previous episode I might not have, but talking in accents is just kind of like a family thing. So we start talking in accents and at some point we finished the wine and, you know, it's like, okay, we should probably get home and, you know, we're fine to drive. It's we're, we're fine. And we decide to hit up Taco Bell on the way home. And we continued the accents in the car with each other. And when we got to Taco Bell, we continued the accents at Taco Bell. And so we pull up and we're like, is the drive-thru still open? Now, I'm not going to do that the whole time because one my I talked to my dad today. <laughs> not like within the last hour actually. And every time I talk to him, my southern accent comes out. My dad has been back in Washington for a couple years to be here with family. There's different family members struggling with some things and um we just lost my grandfather. I've had a lot of really scary health stuff and my dad has been here through all of that to be here as a support and Anyways, his, his Tennessee accent, Southern accent is still very, very thick. And anytime I talk to him, I get off the phone and I'm like, yep, (laughs) sound like I just got back from Tennessee. Um, so I'm not going to pretend to talk British for you because it's going to be fucking terrible and you're going to not understand how we ever convinced anybody of anything. So, which, okay. Also, I'll point out that my trainer is from Germany. And when I told her that the first thing we said was, is the drive-thru still open? She said, see if anybody was really familiar, they would have caught you in the first sentence because it's called a drive-in over there. I'm like, see, well, they didn't know. And neither did we. (laughs) So anyways, we ask if the drive-thru is still open and they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. And, um... So I forgot to say when we pulled up, there was a group of people outside smoking and we pull up and ask, is the drive-thru still open? Because some of them were workers and they said, yes. And then a couple of the people weren't workers and they were like, fuck yeah, it is. And they got in their car and they followed us. So we maintained our accent and they're like honking and waving. And it's like later at night. And so they get out and they come up to the car and they're like, "Hey." pull over when you get out, pull over, pull over. So my sister's like, okay, fine. We'll pull over. And we get out of the drive-through and we pull up back in front of Taco Bell and they're like, do you guys smoke? Do you smoke? Now it's, it's Washington and, um, you know, green snacks are legal. I, at the time partook in green snacks. Um, and so I was like, smoke what? Like smoke a green snack or smoke a ciggy. Again, I'm not going to do that. That's the last time. Okay. <laughs> anyways, they're like, yeah, come on, get out, get out. So we get out to talk and my sister doesn't smoke. So she was just hanging out. And um, anyways, they're like, where are you guys from? Oh my gosh, where are you from? And we're kind of looking at each other because we're like, oh, holy shit. They actually think we're fucking British. They believe us. So we decide to kind of carry it on, and so we introduced ourselves, we had come up with alter ego names in the car, and we introduced ourselves and we have a full backstory like we're having to come up with it like off the cuff, and it's pretty exhilarating if I'm being honest because at any moment someone could bust us and be like, "Wait a second, I know you or." that's not what they sound like, or you're bullshitting us, but they weren't, they were eating it up and we were loving it. It was our stage outside Taco Bell was literally our stage and we were fucking killing it. So our backstory was our father was in our father, our father was in the military or military and we were visiting on holiday We hadn't been back to the States in many years, and we were there to see some friends and some family, and they devoured it. When I tell you that we left and we were crying, laughing, like, pee your pants, gonna wheeze till you can't breathe by the time we left when we left because we couldn't believe that they believed us. We're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Now. Okay. I will say too, my sister had gone to Vegas and met some British friends and you know, they kind of gave her some token phrases and different things that they said. And it was super fun and super cute. So we had an idea of some fun things to say. And when we're doing the accent and we're really into the accents, we can be pretty good at them. So it is believable. Um, not when I'm not prepared, you know, 1030 at night, uh, after I've just been talking Southern with my dad, but (laughs) they can be really believable. So fast forward and we are going out probably within the, a month of that. I want to say like the next week, but I don't remember for certain. So we'll just say, A little bit of time has gone by and we're going out. Now, there is a karaoke bar, like a dive karaoke bar in the next town over. And we loved it. We went all the time, all the time. Now, it is a small karaoke bar and there's a lot of regulars. (laughs) So since we frequented it often, we were pretty familiar with most of the people there. But still, we were like, you know what? Tonight when we go out, we're going to be British. We're going to be, my name was Susie. I'm going to be Susie. You're going to be you. And we're going to be British and go out. And so we did. And when I tell you, we committed to our fucking characters. (laughs) Okay. So not only did we decide to be like full-blown Brits to every person we talked to, mind you. We decided to be British when we sang karaoke. We decided to be British when we had conversations, when we ordered drinks, when we, all of it. Now, there's a lot of talented people with British accents that sing. Like Adele. Adele's fantastic. Love her. Beautiful, incredible, talented, amazing. We sang Adele with the thickest fucking British accents. (laughs) y'all Adele doesn't even sing Adele with an accent okay it was too much it was too much we should have sprinkled it and we were using a fire hose man we were just drowning the people in our in our culture (laughs) so as I said we were very familiar with this bar and a lot of the patrons and they were with us too and I'm talking to someone and a guy walks up an older gentleman walks up and he's like, You're not British. I've seen you in here before. You're lying. <laughs> I've met you. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm busted. What do I do now? But ever being the actress and willing to perform, I was like, No, dude, you know, in my accent, I'm really sorry. You're super lovely but I've never met you. I don't know you. I'm not from here. I'm visiting on holiday. I'm sorry, but I I don't know you. And he's like, okay, yeah, whatever. So this happens like twice with the same guy. He keeps coming up and he's like, I've met you like quit with the accent already. Like you're not fooling anybody except I am. I am fooling people. (laughs) So Well, and like, how hard is it to flip drunks at a bar? Right. But it's still, it was so fun. It was so fun and enjoyable. And by the end of the night, homeboy comes up to me and he's like, I just have to tell you, I am sorry. Obviously you're British because you've been drinking all night. You've been singing. You've been talking. You've been visiting. You've been British all night. So you're not who I thought you were. I thought that we have met. I was wrong enjoy your time here, have a safe trip home. And it was nice to meet you. And I'm like, thank you because I haven't met you. And I appreciate that. It was lovely to meet you. You've been great. Have a good night. And I walk into the bathroom and I just start dying laughing. I'm like, oh my God, He doubted it. He called me out. He called me out multiple times, you guys, multiple times. And by the end of the night, he was apologizing to me, telling me that he was wrong. I had convinced him, convinced him of something that he knew, which, okay, it's kind of sad if you think about it. Like, that was mean, and I should have just pulled him aside and been like, look, okay, you're right, but shut the fuck up. Like, can I just have my fun? But I didn't, because I stuck to my character, because a good actress always sticks to her character. And it was amazing. Okay, so this is a three-part story because later on, I start dating my husband. About a year later, probably, several months later, for sure. I want to say at least a year later. I start dating my now husband and several months into us dating. So let's say a year and a half to two years after the Taco Bell incident. And we're at a house party because we're young kids and that's what we did. Not young kids. I mean, we're legal to drink, but, you know, house party in your early 20s. And we're <laughs> we're at a house party and somebody starts talking in British accent. So naturally, I respond in a British accent. And I think I called him a wanka, or, you know, said I wanted to get pissed and cut shapes. And one of his friends was like, They don't even say that. You don't even know like being a jerk. And his other friend chimes in and says, yes, they do. Yes, they do say that because I've met real British chicks. I've met these super cute British chicks or hot British chicks. I can't remember what he said, but it was very flattering uh, a couple years ago outside of a Taco Bell and they do too fucking say that. And I'm like, wait, what? What you met British girls, and he's like, yeah, outside a Taco Bell a couple years ago. I was like, oh, Taco Bell by Big Five. And if you're familiar w- with where we live, <laughs> if you're one of my friends in real life that has met me and knows where we live, you'll know exactly what Taco Bell I'm talking about. So I say Taco Bell by Big Five in town, and he's like, uh, yeah. How do you know that? And I'm like, you th- you met hot british chicks at the taco bell by big five in town a couple years ago and he's like yes how do you, did i already tell you this and i was like dude it was me it was me and my sister and he's like no no it wasn't no it was not i met real british chicks you're not fucking british i met them we talked to them we i smoked with one of them and no like <laughs> no And I'm like, yes, it was me. And he's like, no, 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 no. Their names were blah, blah, blah and Susie. And I was like, and they were here on holiday because their father's in the military. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And I'm like, dude, it was me. I'm your British girl. And he's like, I have told so many people that fucking story. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I didn't really meet British chicks. And I'm like, no, man, I'm sorry. It was, it was me and my sister and he was devastated. I felt so bad. It was hilarious. And I'm freaking out. And my husband is dying laughing. And so instantly I'm like, I gotta, I gotta call my sister. So I called my sister and I was like, we are celebrities. (laughs) Like we're basically famous in this town as being true hot bridge chicks (laughs) it was so funny and she's like I can't believe that like you know year and a half two years later whatever the time frame was that people actually not only remembered that interaction believed us and told people about it like that is hysterical that we left this lasting impression pretending to be, you know, these cute little foreign girls. And, oh my gosh, it is the best. It is so fun. We love to think about the adventures of our British sisterhood and the times that we would have had. And, you know, some nights we would still go out and pretend to be our British alter egos. And it was hysterical and so much fun amazing. And I love it. I love it so much. So sharing that memory in my training the other day. I was like, oh, that's a good one. And I've written about it in my book with more detail and people in our lives have heard it because obviously after one of my husband's good friends is like, no, 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 you know, brings up the whole story. Then it's even funnier because It's a three part and how random, how random and serendipitous that one of the guys that we met that night, we didn't know any of these people outside of this freaking Taco Bell. One of the guys we met that night would in turn be somebody that I would get to know very well because he would be one of my husband's really good friends that I would see all the time. And had we not been talking British that night, we never would have, I had this conversation and had this realization with each other. So it was super fun, super funny, highly, highly encourage anybody to go out, go out in a funny outfit. We used to do that. We would go to Goodwill. My roommate, my sisters and I, we'd go to Goodwill. Sometimes we would pick out outfits for each other. Sometimes we'd pick out outfits for ourselves and they would be like hilarious outfits, sometimes matching. One time we got a Killer matching outfit, sometimes matching, and we (laughs) would wear them to the bars, wear them out to the bars because you know what? You can't take yourself too seriously, you can't take life too seriously, and you got to have some fucking fun, and you just got to be able to laugh at yourself. And that was some of our favorite ways to do that pretending to be British, or talk in an accent, or wear goofy clothes, or make each other do challenges at the bar different things that are going to just make you laugh and forget the worries of the world especially now i think that that's maybe you can't go out right a lot of stuff is really scary and the world's on fire again so you know we all need to be safe but maybe it's a family barbecue with your immediate family I, I don't really know i don't know the context of when you could do this but i will say I had um, a former friend's um, bachelorette party a couple years ago and we wanted so badly to dress up in tacky wedding dresses and go out drinking. But some of the girls were really like uptight about it and they were not going to go out into town like looking a fool. They wanted to look pretty. And I completely respect that everybody should be comfortable and go out in whatever capacity they feel comfortable. But it did kind of suck because most of us wanted to just like laugh and have a good time and be a spectacle because especially during a bachelorette party, that's when you should be a spectacle, right? Your birthday, bachelor, bachelorette party, just raise hell, have fun. That's when people want to laugh and buy you drinks and take pictures and whatever. So like for sure you should be, you know, doing something outrageous. That's the time. But we didn't end up doing it, but I would highly recommend, given the opportunity, go to Goodwill, pick out a funny outfit, and change your name, create a backstory, and just go have freaking fun. Now, don't be one of those douchebags that, like, catfishes people and, like, carries it on too far. We never we never let it be more than, like, a conversation at a bar or a funny party story. We didn't, like... In- tend it to be more than it was. And we never took it to a level that would be harmful to somebody because that's when it's not fun. And that's when you're like a sociopath. (laughs) And we're not condoning that. It's 2021 and everyone needs to kind of like be responsible for their trauma and the way that they let that impact people. So... (laughs) look at me. I'm trying to share a funny story and I just can't help but sprinkle a little life lesson in there for you guys. <laughs> that's that's what I had. I just wanted to share a funny story that hopefully would make you laugh and get to know me a little bit better and maybe take some stress out of this week because I feel like every friend I've talked to this week and family member, everyone has just been like in the thick of it this week between health and life and work and the pandemic. And, you know, it's just been heavy, heavy, heavy shit. And we need to just laugh and enjoy ourselves. So I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and we will reconvene (laughs) next week and get your reading done guys. Gosh. Make sure you're getting your reading done so we can actually talk about it. (laughs) Kidding. Obviously kidding. I'm the one that sucks. I will get it done. Next week, we will cover reading week one and two and go over some fun recaps of Housewives. And I will be super stoked to talk about it with you guys. As always, this is Blonde Versations. I am Bren. We will chat soon. Cheers.